<laughs> Brian Powell of I Run Far here, the O Wang, after a win at the 2019 TNF 50. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you so much, Brian. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, may I dare guess, painful? Uh, you know, 50 miles always hurts, regardless of how well you finish and how good you're feeling. It's it's painful at the end, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you now definitely secured yourself as like someone who can nail 50 miles. Thank you. You're uh, you're phenomenal at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stick to that for a little while for yeah. our pre-race conversation. Well, we can go with it. We can get into that in a, in a minute. Uh, but uh, your race, the women's race, went out. Bonkers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Were you part of that, or who was? Well, who was the Miss Pace it was, setter? It was interesting because, um, you know, everyone has different strengths when it comes to trail running, mm -hmm. and some people are better climbers, some people are better descenders, and I think this course lends itself to a lot of back and forth because mm -hmm. you have long climbs and you have long descents, um, and I think at the start, you know, it starts with a pretty good climb up mm -hmm. until you get to the top of the ridge and then you have a long descent down Rodeo Valley and there was a group of us it's also hard to tell because it's so dark yeah. and early um, there's probably five or six of us all together at the top and then once we started descending down Rodeo Valley just Claire Gallagher is just like kamikazeing you know awesome Claire style down Rodeo Valley and then a bunch of women followed her mm -hmm. um but i i'm not a great downhill you know super fast descender um and i think part of the tricky part of this race is that it is tempting when it's dark and cool in the morning to run really fast going especially going down rodeo valley because yeah. you're so excited and fresh um so I kind of held back from that group and I figured I would bridge up again on the climbs. And I did bridge up to kind of the lead group of women going up uh, Bobcat, which we go up the first time. Mm -hmm. And then we go down Rodeo Valley again. Um, and I think people were a little bit more controlled descending Rodeo Valley. And I think Claire did end up falling early on in the okay. race. Um, she had like dirt prints on her butt so um looked like indication. she was okay though yeah. yeah she was okay and back up running um and then climbing up me walk so again a, a group of women went out in front of me and stayed uh i don't know maybe 15 seconds in front of me going down rodeo valley and then um we started climbing up me walk and i bridged up to that group and got in front of them and then Addie came with me and mm -hmm. Anna Mae and so like the three of us were just climbing a bit faster going up Miwok yep. and then coming down Marincello Addie and Anna Mae really put the jets on mm -hmm. and, and so did um, Abby Abby Hall Abby Hall <laughs> there's too many Abbies um, and I just ran like what I thought was reasonable mm -hmm. without letting them get too far away because I, you know, I know all the trails. I know, like, as soon as we hit coastal, it's going to be another grinder and uphill. And you'll make up some time. Yeah, and then I, so I caught up, I passed Abby um, coming out of Tennessee Valley, and then I caught back up to Anime and to Addie um, climbing up coastal. Mm -hmm. And then, again, they got ahead of me going down coastal. Um, and then on... So 
I mean, you can rationalize that, like you're, that they're going ahead on the descent and you yeah. can catch back up. But does it does it also take an emotional or like a mental toll? Well, you know, one of the things I was doing was kind of like listening to everybody's effort. And I just felt like everyone was running so hard going downhill. Mm -hmm. Like I was trying to just breathe through my nose going mm -hmm. downhill. And I'm like, I'm running 615, 620 pace downhill. <laughs> and I'm not working nearly as hard as everyone else. And this course is so runnable that like, you don't want to be working that hard, even on a descent. Like, okay, you get 15 seconds per mile. Like mm -hmm. you might be running six minute pace, but like, that's going to really come back to bite so you. So <laughs> rather than letting that get to you and bother you, you're mentally banging that as like, I've got a mile yeah. easier running when like, they're... I'm just chilling on the downhill And you here. know they're not. Yeah, yeah, because you can hear them breathing. <laughs> um, and then after doing the climb up coastal, you know, we get on this Redwood Creek, and I moved in front of Anna Mae because she sounded like she was um, working maybe a bit hard at that point. And I could see Addie in front of me, and so I just like gradually caught her on the climb. And then we were pretty much together going up through cardiac. Mm -hmm. um, but I felt like I was climbing a bit better just based on effort level. Mm -hmm. um, and all those climbs just feel so familiar. Like I know what to expect, where to expend more effort. I mean, you literally know which side of the trails rutted. Exactly. <laughs> well, I haven't done that climb in a long time. Okay. That's a, that's a, like it's a horribly long douche grade climb. <laughs> but you know that kind of grade, like I think, suits runners such as myself and Addy because we can run them mm -hmm. really well. Um, and then coming out of cardiac, at that point, I felt like I was running strong and controlled, and not like redlining anything. Um, I just wanted to keep my legs moving, feel like I was staying um, at a good pace. And I thought that Addie would catch me going down Matt Davis because I'm not great on the technical descent mm -hmm. down into Matt, um, down into Stinson. And she was right behind me going through Stinson. Like we were, I think, pretty much together. Pretty much. She was, going yeah, just Stinson. behind. And like seeing you both there, um, I was actually kind of a little worried for both of you because yeah. you were both really focused and I yeah. like, know you and like can say something and normally yeah. at least get a smile or something yeah. you're like just game <laughs> face and so was she and I'm like it's a little early for well I think with like TNF and the quality of the field I think you have to just race yeah like you know maybe we went out too hot and our finishing times could have been faster if we had held back but then you never know if someone's mm -hmm. gonna just go out front and stay out there's enough talent that somebody could yeah send it from yeah. early and i think like you know nothing venture nothing gained like you have to you shouldn't be turning yourself inside out at that point to stay with the leaders but if it's comfortable like you can't let people get too far away okay. at that point because if you don't see them then it's also less motivating for you to like try to bridge up and catch mm -hmm. them. Um, and then I ran pretty well up Dipsy because I thought that I was climbing um, better than Addie at that point. And I think I put some time um, going up Dipsy. I got a pretty good gap because I felt really great going up Dipsy. Um, and then I started the descent and I think that's when kind of the the heat at the top and the humidity started to get to me and that sounds like everybody else yeah, in the field crazy suffered. For the entire race, everybody who's not on those ridges, yeah. like, this is 
a cool, perfect morning, yeah. but yeah. not but the case. The tops, it was, it's humid. It was humid all day and it was just a little bit deceptive in the fog because the temperature is cooler and you're not in the sun. But once you pop out of the fog, it was actually quite humid and I was kind of a little bit worried about um, getting low on electrolytes. And I actually did start cramping like this started cramping going okay. up Dipsy and then this other leg started cramping and then and there's still a long way to go and there's still a long way to go right but I think I was really proud of myself for not panicking and figuring it out because you know once you once I went through like the what's it called where's that aid station so I think at cardiac, I was starting to feel like a little bit wonky and then that long descent into Mirror Woods. And then what's the aid station you get to after cardiac? You would know far better than I would. I think it's um, right at the bottom of the Dipsy, right? There's like a little aid, there's an aid station there. Okay. When you cross Mirror Woods Road. Um, and so I ate potatoes with like a handful of salt <laughs> I was like, I need salt. Um, and then going up dynamite, I actually really started cramping. Um, so I walked up dynamite and I actually stopped and stretched a little bit at the top. <laughs> and then I ran down Deer Park Fire Road and things seemed to be like working themselves mm -hmm. out. Um, and so I just knew, okay, every eight station, I need to pound the salt. Um, so that's you? what I did. Yeah. And it kind of made the cramping go away eventually. So you start building a lead on Addy. Yes. And is there any point in those last 20 miles, let's say, where you were, thought you were given back time to Well, it was yeah, interesting to someone, because you, after Stinson, no one really told me any splits. Mm -hmm. So I just was like, I'm just going to keep running. <laughs> and at that point, you also merge with the 50K runners. So... The trail is a bit more crowded, but you also have people to pass at okay. that point. You know, and that feels a lot good. Of, there's a lot of carrots on yeah. the trail. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot better than, than feeling like you're just alone out mm -hmm. there. Um, so I just kind of uh, stayed within my effort level that I thought would be sustainable. And I was still feeling pretty good on the climbs and just passing people like 50 kers. Um, but nobody told me any splits until I came down Fox. Like I thought Addy was still right behind mm -hmm. me. And then I saw Mario um, on my way up to the Tennessee Valley aid station. And that's when he told me I had like eight minutes on coastal. And I thought, okay, well, I still feel pretty good. I'll just keep this effort and just keep moving towards the finish. And did that work for the rest of the race more or less? Yes. So I just focused on like running <laughs> the rest yeah. of the race. But you 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 could run it. You didn't have to put the hammer down like yes. you did right at the red line. Yeah, I think I didn't feel like I was redlining and I didn't feel like I could because I was still battling mm -hmm. these cramps, um, especially like my adductors were just, they would start seizing and I'd be like, oh, back it down, <laughs> run some more. They'd start seizing, be like, okay, back it down. <laughs> just keeping it on the edge there. Just, just keep it, just, you know, keep from full body spasming until the finish line. <laughs> Perfect. And you did. You made it. You won the yes. North Face 50. 
guess. How does this compare awesome. to like, you know, you went to Sonoma or something like that? Um, is this like maybe your best performance? I think this is one of the best races that I've ex executed. Um, I felt really great about my nutritional plan. I, I could have done a little bit better with the electrolytes, but that was kind of hard to predict. And I'm really proud of the fact that I problem solved my way out of a potentially bad cramping situation. Mm -hmm. And now I know that I can come back from that and that it's not, you know, the end of your day of like your legs start cramping. Totally. You just have to find a solution. Um, and I think I felt it's certainly the best I've felt in the last five miles of a 50 mile. Nice. Um, I also saw Rob Carr at Tennessee Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the part where we hear you pass Rob Cross. Well, I think he let me pass him going up Marincello because yeah. uh, I was like, oh my God, it's Rob Carr. I got to keep running. Like, I can't hike up Marincello. Um, and then he passed me right before the bridge. Um, and so I was just chasing Rob Carr's shadow across the bridge. It's like, and so did, can't slow down. I <laughs> to keep up. <laughs> just held on as long as you could. Yes. Yeah. And this is the end of your season, I'm assuming? This is the end of my season. I am going to go Thanksgiving, like, as a verb. <laughs> yes. Fully indulge. Celebrate, exactly. Nice. Uh, have you started thinking at all about next year? Next year, um, I'm really interested in doing CCC. Um, that's the only thing that's the only major thing that's on my calendar um, in February. So after this, I'm going to take a few weeks off and then start December ramping up for the um, marathon trials okay. in Atlanta. So I'll do some marathon training, run the marathon, and then I haven't really thought about what I'm going to do in the spring or summer yet. Now, one thing you have alluded to is not 100 milers. No, I'm going to stay away from 100 milers. I Why like is that? I think I'm really good at distances and terrain where I can run mm -hmm. um, and 100 milers just require different skills like it requires a lot of hiking a lot of eating it requires being out there for a long time honestly I get kind of bored and like, <laughs> <laughs> mentally I can't quite stay focused for that long um, so I think I will stick to my sweet spot for a while. Right on. Well, it yeah. is. Congratulations on a Thank great so race much, today. Brian. Thank you. So great to have you out here.